Hello, everybody. We are those guys you hate. Welcome to the show that encourages you to be your best self by not being like us. My brother and I hopelessly search for nuance as we wade through wacky segments and crazy conversations. If you can withstand the insanity, you might actually learn something. Tyler, where are you going on this week's episode? Ryan, on this week's show, how do you catch a killer? You invite her to teach a yoga class. And we've got another domestic hello as we try to turn two states against each other. What about you, Ryan? I love the sound of that. This week, I tell you the incredible story of Gene Roddenberry, and I genuinely divulge something about myself that is going to make you want to punch me. Hmm. So let's get into it. We all have very embarrassing moments in our lives. There's no doubt about that. And we here on Those Guys You Hate really preach to let that shit go. But we've obviously got some stories that we'll never be able to let go. Uh, not me. I've gotten rid of all that stuff. Oh, really? Cleaned it right out. Oh, good for you. Spiritual enema. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We were talking about funny stories in my class, things that have happened to us in life. And the very first story that popped into my mind was the time that I tried to hand a menu to a blind guy. Sure. And then when he wouldn't take it, I started waving it in front of his face. Yeah, that one comes up, uh, especially with our history of restaurants in our life. Yeah. That one is a great one because we understand what that feels like. Yeah, it was a, it was a, a, a silver lining. His wife was very unhappy with me. Silver lining, I don't think he had any idea what was happening. He didn't notice? I don't think so. It, you really lucked out there. Yeah, yeah, thank God. He didn't try feeling in front of him. I love a great, <laughs> embarrassing story and when somebody is willing to tell it. You yeah. know what I mean? Without a doubt. For me, I feel the shame of embarrassment. Like I, I told the story last week and my immediate thought is I have to hide this. Mm-hmm. And then my second thought is I think I could get some laughs with it. And I invariably tell it every time without a doubt, because you know, it'll get laughs. 100%. Yeah. Without a doubt. And I need that more than I need oxygen. Laughs. Yes. You know, uh, that reminds me of the time that my car broke down and I did everything that I could to fix it. Mm-hmm. I had it towed to my friend's, you know, mechanic shop only for him to tell me that it had ran out of gas. Yeah. That was super embarrassing, and I don't want to tell that on the show. Yeah, without a doubt. It really made me look stupid as fuck. Didn't he, like, knock on the on the cars? I'm like that. He's like, this thing got gas in it? No, he, he you know, looked at one thing, looked at another, went and got a little, uh, like, a spray, you know, that you would clean your keyboard with, uh-huh. shot it into the manifold of the car, and it immediately turned on. Ah, yes. I was secretly hoping for just like a few hundred dollars worth of problems. Sure. Like just don't let it be the gas thing. Yeah. Just let it be something a little bit more expensive so I don't look like an asshole. Yeah, wasn't there a group of guys there as well? Sure. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. I uh, in another embarrassing story killed them all so it never got out. Good. Good yeah. for you. Yeah, for sure. Good for you. Yeah, uh, something else just happened to me at this at the show which I've told you about already. I performed on an open mic on Tuesday and I forgot half of my material so I just immediately started doing crowd work and I was talking about my mental health struggles and pointed out one guy in the front row and said, as a joke, you look fucked up. How long you been crazy? Turns out the guy was handicapped. 
He was handicapped and he went on after me. It took him about two minutes to get up on stage because on! of how slow he moved. And it was, uh, I just shrank into my chair. What are you blind? Yeah. Uh, I, yeah. that's pretty tough, but I would say that's the best of circumstances in terms of you're doing it to another standup comic. Without a doubt. If there's anybody who could take it. Got water running down my face. Yeah, it's you know. that guy. Yeah. Yeah. Without a doubt. And he made jokes about his handicap and he made jokes about how it happened and all that stuff. Did he bring you up? So, no, he did not. Oh, Thank that's, God. That's fucked up. Thank Come on. God. Let's do this together. No, 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 no. So it was, it was truly terrible. And, the, but as you said, there are these moments in our lives where they bring us some level of shame, but we also know it'll bring a smile to other people's faces. Absolutely. You know, what won't bring a smile to people's faces. Tell me depression index. No one cares. You what the depression what index is, is a machine that, that we built with our bare hands and we crank it up to let you know how down we are. Ryan, how are you feeling this week? <sighs> Tyler, Tyler, Tyler. I am. This has been a weird week. It's very busy at work right now and there's a lot of stuff going on, but it's also good. You know, that's how you, that's how you feel good by achieving goals. Sure. And that's how you make money. I had said in the intro of this that I am going to tell you something that is going to want to make you punch me in the face, okay? okay? I'm about to say something that is, dare I say, controversial about myself, and I think it's gonna put off everybody. Okay, well, I did just say 9-11 was an inside job I on really pregame. I really wish you'd stop so. bringing that up. <laughs> Listen to the pregame for offensive material. We, at 30 <laughs> seconds after the show, we put on the pregame, which is just the two of us uh, warming up. Yeah. Feel free to skip this one, yeah, yeah, not yeah. a big you, deal. You should definitely watch There's it. There's definitely nothing about 9-11 on it. Okay. <laughs> Here it is. I, I really believe that this is controversial. It may stoke some sort of a feeling in you, Tyler. All right. I truly believe that in some way, I will achieve or experience enlightenment in my life. What do you think hmm. about that? Yeah, I mean, if you work hard enough, I think people there are people out there who can achieve it. Although I will admit when I think of people who achieve enlightenment, I think of like monks who live in like a temple and have sworn off material possessions for decades at a time. Sure. I feel like it would be very difficult to do in the hustle and bustle of everyday, uh, you know, life. Sure. As we know. It. I agree with what you're saying. And what's interesting about that is what are the parts of the equation for somebody to reach enlightenment and I would say enlightenment means something different to every person, right? Mm -hmm. It's almost arbitrary because there's no set meaning, yes? I don't know, that's a tough one. It I is think a tough one. I think there's a, a specific idea behind enlightenment, but if you were to ask each individual person what they think it is, then yeah, you would get different answers. Exactly, and what I will tell you before I go into my spiel and then I'll give you my number and move on to you is I spend hours, plural, every day thinking about this, doing things, a physical meditation. Nonetheless, here is my point for this week. And and feel free to just send me a letter if you want to meet me somewhere and just punch me in the face. I was going to say, lot. when do I get to punch you? Well, pretty soon. Okay. Pretty soon. You, you're going to hurt yes. your hand, Tyler. This is what I've recognized this week, okay? After I came out of what I have deemed my narcissism phase, and what I think people think about narcissists is that it's some type of a weapon. This person feels so good about themselves that they've developed this club that they're just hitting people over the head with. Mm -hmm. My experience with narcissism is not that at all. It is a shield. You feel so insecure about yourself that you need to make up this world where you're the central character, you're this grand thing that you actually really don't believe in and then live that out. What do you think about that? Yeah, without a doubt. I I think it's it's tough to 
I don't know, live your life in an enlightened way because of all these different things that get in our way as we're trying to do it. But those are a the lot things, of hangups. But those are the things that push you towards what needs to be taken care of. If you, you know, a lot of people live their lives without ever noticing that they're feeling all of those anxieties. Those anxieties are what's going to lead you to something bigger. But as long as you have that awareness, a lot of people out there are just sitting in those in those moments, in those feelings and not pushing forward and they get worse and worse and worse. Absolutely. And and I'm I, one of them, shit. Well, I mean, we all are to some degree, but having that awareness is, uh, you know, I, I'm going to stop here because I don't want to go on forever and forever, but I do believe that in some way, living in a place where you have all these different stimuli and, 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 and things where you feel it in your body, you have a trauma happen to you. Even if it's not something huge, you have a tough day at your job. You come home and somebody gives you a massage and be like, oh man, I feel this right here in your body. Mm. Maybe this idea of being able to feel these things in our body and release them as you started off with, that is your steps towards enlightenment. So mm. I'm gonna leave it at that. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I'm, I, it's very hard for me to talk about this stuff because I feel instantly uh, insecure or or I feel like I'm talking and people are just rolling their eyes when they hear it, but also something I very much believe. Without a doubt, here, let me support you. Kook alert. What Kook happened alert. to the kook alert? You, you broke it with your craziness. Somebody spilled something. I don't on know what it. happened to it. This week, with all of these things going on and all of these anxieties and all of these pulls on me, I'm not ignoring it. I'm following those feelings and I feel like letting some of it go. So sorry about that. Yep. I yep. am at a yep. four, baby. One, two, three, four. Yeah, spin it. Oh, serious. No joke. Yeah, sorry about that. Ryan, for my depression index this week, um, I've been in a bit of a funk for the last couple of weeks, and I think I've whittled it down to why I've been feeling this way. And so I guess my theme of this week is, it can be really difficult, depending on who you are, to be honest about who you are, not only with other people, but with yourself. 100%, I think that kind of goes into what we were just talking about. Yeah, yeah, so I am, as I've mentioned a couple times, I'm not bragging, you're bragging, that I'm doing a stand-up class and I will be performing. I'm rubbing it in our face, Tyler. I will be performing this Friday at Villain Theater. Come check us out, or me out, excuse me. And uh, I mean, Ryan will be there in the audience. He's coming oh, yeah, to support, so. I'm thinking about streaking. Well, <laughs> through the quad, you can follow <laughs> Woo, me. Bring your green hat. <laughs> and, uh, and I, the majority of my material, or at least 50 to 60% of it, is about my sexuality. Kind of gay, and kind of gay, kind of gay. It's about about me being bisexual, and uh, and my whole family's gonna be there, and they are the people that I hit it from the most. My mom's gonna be there, my dad's gonna be there. You and you and Mikey Menendez are fine because you guys, you know, we've been telling you you're gay forever. We knew before you. Yeah, yeah, because you did this to me. I know you I did know. this to me. <laughs> <laughs> we gave you your stand-up material. I don't know what the hell you're 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 bitching about. Yeah, so I'm uh, I'm just really really scared. And, um, and, and I mean, we'll see what happens. I, I'm, I'm going to do it, but I just find these hangups, these, these roadblocks where I'm, I'm having a really difficult time, even just practicing my material. Like I don't even want to say the words out loud. Wow. That's and very interesting. Yeah. Yeah. And I, and I clearly have to, you can't get on stage and just stare at people for 30 well, you, minutes. You could, I mean, you could. Norm Macdonald, Andy Kaufman. I think they could pull that off. I, I was just about to say, I don't even think Andy Kaufman would go that route. You know, he would at least make some noises. He did something. that Mickey Mouse bit, which was, or uh, uh, Mighty Mouse bit. That was pretty good. Sure. 
So it's just, I think this will be a, a Band-Aid being removed, a, a scar or, an, or a, uh, an injury being reopened and then healed by me doing this. And, uh, and we'll see what happens, but I'm going to push through and I'm going to do it all the same. Well, where I was going with my depression index, but I felt like I was going a little bit too long was this idea of letting go of that narcissism and actually delving into the places that I had been hiding, operating out of the places that I have literally used my body to physically hide from people mm -hmm. actually being that person. It's terrifying and it's very painful. There's a whole reason that I built this whole other person to protect that. Yeah. And by going through it, it's the only possible help that you could have. And it's the hardest thing in the world. Without you know? a doubt. And, yeah, you're yeah. and you're doing it. You got to be proud of that. For sure. For the sure. And it's cracked a lot. It has. Show. It yeah. has. You doing okay? I don't know. <laughs> I'm just going to go ahead and say this week, I am at a, I'll say a seven for this oh, week. Baby. One, yeah. two, three, four, five, six, seven. Lizzie. Tyler. Well, we love you, man. And, and we're rooting for you. And you know what? You'll go through it and you'll do it. And it'll be in your rear view mirror. And you crush that thing. I know. And, and no I, matter what happens, I, you did it. I know it's not, it's, it's not going to happen. And I but know it better be funny. I know my family Serious. will love me no matter what, yeah. but there's just this voice in the back of my head. That's telling me like, if you do this, they're, they're, they're going to look at you differently. They're going to stop loving you as much. And I know logically it's not true, but the emotional side of my brain is being like, dude, you will be unloved if you follow through with this. So it's just terrifying. And we say it out loud and you know that that's not real and that's what helps us move forward. Agreed. Yeah. Agreed. I dig that. Yeah. Well, I love you and I support you. I, I'll barely heckle you. Thank you so much, man. If, unless you need it. me. Unless I'm sensing like, oh shit, Tyler's drowning. You suck! Yeah. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bring a couple tomatoes with you. He's not even really gay! With <laughs> I mean, kind of. Yeah. I'm at least 50% I've, gay. I've never seen it. Sure. Well, that made me kind of sad, but you know what always makes me feel better? Tell me, Tyler. Telling people what to do on this week's Hear You, Hear You. Hear You, Hear You! <laughs> One of my favorite parts of the show. It's yeah. the commitment. It's the yeah. commitment that matters. All yeah. right, Tyler. Hear You, Hear You. Tyler and I, we're, we're pretty easygoing guys, but every now and then we see how society could be made a little bit better. Mm -hmm. we put our foot down. Hear ye, hear ye. Yep. For this week's Hear Ye, Hear Ye, and I cannot believe I have to say this to all you adults out there. This week, I am telling all of you to lock the fucking door when using a public bathroom. Do you know how many butts I've seen just trying to go to the bathroom? Wait a minute, how have you seen butts? For some reason, people are pulling their pants down when they're going to the bathroom. Wait a minute, pull in there like like kindergarten yes. style? I respect that. No. I've always wanted to do it, but I don't have the balls for it. No. Okay, so you're opening up a stall because you're a known stall peer, yep. Mm -hmm. Yeah, 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 yeah. And, I'm a stall user. And now, how many times have you seen bare ass? What are the chances of these all running into each it's other? It's been a few. It's wow. over the many years that I've been going what out. What am I doing wrong? I'm now 35 and I'm and so I've been out quite a few times and every once in a while you'll just like striking, you know, really gross gold, you'll open a door and there's just a butt staring at you. Always an older white male for some reason. The older people are the ones that don't mind getting naked in public. But Have I, you noticed that? I've never seen any black butts. For some reason, never seen any Asian butts. They have sense. Always older white butts. I dig that. Well, go ahead. Give them the give them the marketing. I, I, I think we have to write this down in the, a thick tome. From here on out, you will lock the door when using a public bathroom. Hell yeah! Hell yeah! <laughs> now, Tyler, 
I have a hear ye, hear ye, just just in the chamber. Can, All right, go for can, it. And this is an actual real one. Like sometimes I do some of these and they're just ridiculous and, oh. they, make, and they make no sense. Okay. Um, yeah, last time you did this, there was no running. I stand behind that. <laughs> do you not understand where I'm coming from? Oh, I do. And I think it's stupid as hell. Okay, you're stupid as hell. <laughs> <laughs> All right, this is an actual real one. This has happened to me maybe two or three times in my life. Okay. So it's not running rampant, but I genuinely mean this. You're at the grocery store. You are at the cashier. They have that little, what's that called? The little utility belt. What's that called? Sure, the a little conveyor belt. The conveyor belt, yeah. You put your stuff on, and I try to wait as long as I can in between grocery shopping experiences. Don't love that experience. Mm -hmm. So I wait and just buy it all at one time, a couple hundred bucks, okay? I am there, and I'm putting my stuff onto the conveyor belt. Now, I have serious OCD, so I'm setting it up like Tetris. I look like an insane person, mm -hmm. but it takes me a couple minutes. Somebody comes in behind me before I have finished putting all of my groceries on and they start putting their groceries on the conveyor belt, mm -hmm. which means I now have a finite amount of space to put my groceries on. So they start putting your gro their groceries on before you finish putting your groceries on. I may not have enough space. This is a serious uh, fucking power move. Get the fuck out of here, that's man. That's never happened to me before. That has happened to me it's only two or three times. Okay. And both times... Older Spanish women, and I'm looking at them like, you going to do this to my ego right yeah. now? Yeah, you yeah. going to fucking power check me like this right now? I think in that situation, not only are you are they not allowed to do that anymore, from now on, if anybody ever does that to you, you know the scenes in movies where people are about to have raunchy sex? Sir, I swear to you, I was just about to say this. I swear I was going to say in an office, people having sex. They just swipe everything off the desk. You put both arms <laughs> flat on the desk, and you launch backwards. The computer goes flying. The bananas <laughs> flying into aisle six. Tyler, we just shared... Like like a, a hive mind. Yeah. That was crazy. Yep. Yep. You launch it. From now on, don't put your shit on my conveyor belt until I'm fucking finished. Hear ye, hear ye. Hear ye, hear ye. <laughs> that really hurts the throat. Think of another one really quickly. Oh, man. Please don't. I can't, I can't do this for much Somebody's longer. Somebody's going to isolate that sound. All right. That was great. I had that one in the chamber. How about that? Thank you don't so much. Don't do that much, shit buddy. to me. It makes me feel like a little kid. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I don't like it. Well, Ryan, let's jump right into our domestic hello. At the foothills of the That's nice. Ah, uh, yes, right. This sounds like something you would hear at the ice capades. Mm -hmm. So, Domestic Hello, a new state has started listening to us, and now you want to give us facts and info. That is correct. And we say hello. Yes. We are saying hello to Charleston, South Carolina. What's up, Charleston? Hey, How are you? Charleston? That's the... South Carolina. Nope, I don't know capitals. Okay. That's okay. Wish I hadn't done that. No problem whatsoever. Now, hopefully, by the time I'm done with this... We're Raleigh? Gonna, we're Is gonna, it Raleigh? Oh, that's North Carolina. Fuck. Please stop doing this to yourself. We're going to edit that. Yeah, no, I'm we're not. I'm very smart. No, we're not. Hopefully, by the time we're done here, we're going to make South Carolina the better of the two Carolinas, because North Carolina can go fuck itself. We used to have a little place in North Carolina. Ah, uh, it was beautiful. It was I loved so it. so great. I loved it. I know. Sorry but right now, South Carolina and see yourself out. First and foremost, I just want to say a big thank you to South Carolina because it is believed that barbecue, American barbecue, originated there when Native Americans living there showed colonists what's up. 
So what makes a barbecue? Like what is the def, I know what barbecue is, but what's the definition of barbecue? I believe it's over the over the flame and, and like how grill. you- grill? Yeah, or they didn't have grills at the time, sure. but it was over a pit of, of flame. Okay. And then you baste it as it goes. But they're not using barbecue sauce, right? No, Maybe an early kind of version of that. Yeah. Now, the serious question, do you like barbecue? I fucking love I barbecue. I love barbecue. You though. know what I'm- top, top five foods for me. You know what I'm not a big fan of, and I know you love it, so you're gonna judge me for this? I'm eh on brisket. Oh, wow. Eh, eh. I was just talking to my son about brisket. You know, brisket, this guy knows like all the cuts of meat and shit. It's very weird. <laughs> it's the fa it's like the fatty meat it's super that, fatty. that runs next to the ribs. Do you like ribs? Also, eh. Okay. Yeah. Like it's, I enjoy them. It's like bacon. I enjoy it. I don't, I don't crave it's it. It's probably the texture of it. You sure. know what I mean? It's got an interesting consistency. I love that shit, but... I need it cooked up. I don't like it to be too gelatinous. <laughs> yeah, that's how you like all your food. Sure. Yeah. All right. Now, we do have to chastise you guys, though. Specifically, you, Charleston, since the first shots of the Civil War were fired at Fort Sumter, and South Carolina was also the very first state to secede followed by 10 more states over a six month period. So they're the most racist. They're the the, the starter of the racism. They're the shit stirrers. Yep, exactly I right. respect that. No, not racially, not racially. What? I like it when people mix it up. Not not racially and don't be shooting people and all the other stuff sounds kind of bad, but I like a shit stirrer, Tyler. So you like everything except everything? Uh, other than that, if we're going a la carte, there's some good stuff in gotcha, there. Gotcha, good. What, what song are we listening to right now? That is the, uh, it's called, uh, it's the state song of South Carolina. It's called South Carolina on my mind. Okay. Yeah. South Carolina on my mind. They yeah. just straight up ripped that off. It's depressing. Yeah. And finally, <laughs> this one's cool. Just outside of Charleston resides one of the oldest living organisms in the country. I think I know what this is. An oak tree called the angel oak is estimated to be around 500 years old. That's incredible. And now the limbs span roughly 187 feet. They span over 60 meters. Almost two football fields. That's incredible. It's huge. That's incredible. I love trees. What a lame sh thing to say, but I love <laughs> trees, man. I really do. And its height reaches a little over 66 feet or 22 meters tall. That's two thirds of an American football field. I love that. Yeah, it's that's gigantic. Beautiful. 500 years old. Do you know what's that scene? Do you remember the tree that we saw in Hawaii? The, oh yeah. The ficus tree. Mm. Now the difference with that is it drops, it's like not roots, but it drops like something from the branches, which then hits the ground and it grows another trunk. Mm -hmm. That shit was huge, yeah. man. It was hundreds of years old. I find that to be fascinating. Yep. Yep, they South Carolina, keep that shit up. For sure. I mean, they, you know, like, what did they do for it? They were just there as it existed. Somebody but, had to do it. But good luck, good luck to you. Yeah, it existed long before South Carolina was ever really a thing. What do we have in Florida? We have the Tree of Life at Animal Kingdom. I mean, we can't be over here throwing stones. We've got Disney World. Sure. Yeah. That's, oh, boy. That's at least 500 years old. Roughly. I mean, talk about a kingdom built on OCD. Oh, without a doubt. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. And and, yeah, yeah. and to me, that really stimulates me, the, the detail-oriented nature of it. Oh, well, you heard it here first, uh, ladies and gentlemen. Big rats stimulate Ryan. That is actually true. Like Richard Gere. <laughs> that was a hamster. A hamster, damn it. Was it a hamster? It was or a, a gerbil. A gerbil. Oh, it was a gerbil. a gerbil. On that note, we'll be right back. <laughs> 